0: Hello again, thank you all for tuning in to the Mindset Makeover Podcast with me, your host, Amanda. So y'all know the goal is two podcasts a week, every single week, 52 weeks of 2022, okay? I don't wanna be a a failure at this goal, okay? (laughs) I want to succeed at this goal. I want to consistently do two podcasts a week. It's really not difficult. Sometimes I just allow things to consume me. Um, Last week, unfortunately, my fiance has COVID. So I've been taking care of him, taking care of the kids. So I really didn't have time. In my mind, I didn't have time to really worry about um, any of my work, whether it be this podcast, real estate, um, manifestation sessions, any of it, really. I just was focused on his health and getting everybody, you know, or keeping everybody else safe and protected and making sure that he was well taken care of so that we can all be safe from COVID. Um, so this episode is actually about the most important lessons that I gained from 2021. There are 10 lessons that I thought were very very crucial for me to learn in this year i know that everybody's currently talking about all of their accomplishments that they made in 2021 and i also had some big wins in 2021 not everything was a hard lesson but let's briefly go over some of my accomplishments because it is important to recognize all of your accomplishments and you know to tell people you know what you did what's possible for you so they can also know that the same things if not a billion times more amazing things are possible for them um so in 2021 what did i do i reached all of my money goals by april may so i think that's why i also thought that 2021 was like the longest year of my entire life because I accomplished everything that I set out to accomplish within the first quarter, like kind of pouring over into the second quarter. Um, I reached six figures in all of my businesses uh, that's as a real estate agent, as a real estate investor, and in my manifestation business, Mindset Makeover LLC. I what did I do? I did speaking engagements at universities talking about manifestation. I self-published a journal. Um, uh, my, my my money manifestation journal. I am actually selling it in a couple of stores. I wrote an ebook called I Always Get Everything I Want. It's about manifestation. I what else did I do? I, we bought a house. We're now homeowners. I renovated it and decorated it all by myself, picked out all the finishings and every piece of furniture in this house and every decoration. Um, I, what else did I do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't think right now, but I made some amazing, I built some amazing relationships even during, even during a pandemic. Oh, also I overcame COVID. I did have COVID. I was down for a while. Um, and I overcame COVID. Um, what else? I don't know. I I did a lot this year. I mean, I did a lot this year. I did have my first event, it was my friend's event, but it was kind of like we both were doing the event, but it was more so hers. But (laughs) so I did my first big brunch, manifestation brunch event that I had on my to-do list, my goal list for the year, I did that. Um, I took some fun trips this year. I don't know if that's an accomplishment, but I did take some fun trips this year. Um, tried a bunch of new restaurants this year. I can't really think of anything else, but that was an amazing year so far. Became a homeowner, reached six figures in all three of my businesses. I did do that. I did do those things and I'm happy about those things. But most importantly, more importantly than those things are these important lessons that I learned in 2021. I mean, it is great to, to talk about numbers. It is great to talk about achievements and all of that stuff is great. But had it not been for these lessons that I'm about to go over, I would have never hit those goals. I would have never reached those goals so quickly. And I would never be here recording this podcast right now. I would never be talking about any of these things because I had to actually go through hell in order to become who I am becoming right now. And that person is the person that hits their yearly goal in one quarter without really trying that hard. It is a person who is able to buy a home and renovate it and have a vision for the renovations and the decorations and to get it all done within a couple of months. That That is this person that experienced all of these lessons. So let's just dive right into lesson number one that I had to learn Um, this lesson is, is one of the lighter ones, (laughs) which was staying consistent with writing my goals and tracking every dollar that came in, you know, in my side business, in mindset makeover, I wasn't really taking that money seriously. It wasn't until I actually looked up and realized how much money I was making in it, that I actually was taking it seriously. I didn't, I wasn't taking any money outside of my main real estate businesses seriously. Like, and that was a problem because It was a significant amount of income, but I was, I was blowing through it because I was not, I don't know how to explain it, but you know how you have a job and then you have your side hustle and you don't necessarily always look at the side hustle money as real income. You look at it as like play money. That's how I was kind of looking at it, but I don't know why I was looking at it like that because I sold over a thousand copies of my journal. I was, I was setting up coaching sessions. I was speaking at universities. I was doing all these things and I was making a significant amount of money, but I wasn't appreciating it. I I was not expressing gratitude for it. I was expressing gratitude for the things like the events that were taking place, like the speaking engagements and like coming up with new ideas to help people Um, being grateful for the clients coming in, but I wasn't grateful for the money coming in. So money ended up being like an issue for me throughout the year. Like, oh my God, I'm not making enough. I'm not making enough. And it really was because I wasn't grateful about that. But I read a book called Get Rich Lucky Bitch um, by this amazing author, and y'all know how bad I am with names, but I love her so much. I was actually just talking to her on Instagram, which makes me feel even worse about not knowing her name off the top of my head. Uh, I'm going to get it. I'm, I'm, what, does it say it on here? Oh, Denise Duffield Thomas. That's who it is. Denise Duffield Thomas. She wrote a book called Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. And in the book, she tells us to do a money tracker. And on this money tracker, it has the money coming in, and value coming in. And it tells you to total it out. And so once I started doing that, once I started totaling the money that was coming in, I realized I was making a lot of money in my passion business, which is my set makeover club, which is the reason for this podcast. And it wasn't until I started being consistent with writing down my goals, which most of my goals are around money and around business. It wasn't until I started doing that every single day that I started taking massive quantum leaps in my business and in my finances and in my thinking and then the downloads from the universe and then the knowledge that, was, that is now poured into me um, about my finances and about things like that. But it really started with being consistent and writing down those goals every single day and tracking every single dollar that comes in. If I found a quarter in my purse, I wrote it down if um if i went to the counter at i don't know a store and they say oh here's a 20 20 percent off coupon for you just because and i was not expecting a coupon i wrote it down if i went to cvs and you know how you get to cvs you put your number in there like oh would you like to use your ten dollars off today and you say yes i wrote that down i wrote down every single dollar that came in from my businesses. If I closed a real estate deal, I counted my commission. But if value was added to my life, like if I was planning on paying for dinner, but one of my friends said, oh no, I got this this time. I wrote that value down too. And just said, thank you for it. Because I think when we ask the universe for abundance, when we're not thankful, when it actually happens, or if we're not in a place where we're recognizing that the abundance is coming in, the universe doesn't want to give you no more. The universe doesn't want to keep giving to somebody who's ungrateful. I always say you could be anything in this world. You could be anything, but you cannot be ungrateful. So staying consistent with tracking my goals and tracking my money coming in was lesson number one. Thank you, Denise, for that. I really appreciate that. Um, Two was trusting my higher self. My friend Shirley, she's a psychic. She's a um, spiritual mentor and she also has her own line of spiritual products red divine readings is her name on instagram she um she referred this she referred me to this book she suggested that i read this book called um is it living in 5d or waking up in 5d And I read this book and it basically, in the book, it talks about a whole bunch of stuff. But one of the things that it talks about is learning to talk to your higher self and learning to wait for the answers from your higher self and learning to trust your higher self, learning how to listen to your higher self and learning how to trust your higher self and how to slowly but surely strengthen that relationship from your ego and your higher self, like strengthen how you... Can call on your higher self in any moment so if a moment you feel overwhelmed or a moment you just feel like oh my gosh I just need I need God to intervene you can in that moment you can call on your higher self to take over and I learned that I have that ability I have that ability to do that and it really did change a lot for me um so thank you Shirley for for suggesting that book to me um or recommending that book to me. The third thing was I learned to ask the universe for clear confirmation. Ask the universe for clear confirmation. A lot of times we have big decisions we have to make or we're not knowing which way to go. Um, maybe if you're dating someone new and you don't know if this person is right for you, right? And you're like, God, give me a sign. And then a bunch of signs fall in your lap, but you don't listen to them because you don't know if it's the sign or if it's not the sign. You know what I mean? Because it could be a sign. It could not be a sign. I learned that you can ask the universe for clear confirmation. You can ask for a clear sign. And you can tell the universe exactly the type of sign that you want it to be. I'm going to give you an example of something that just happened. So I was getting a lot of information um, about this, um, consumer tax consumer, I'm sorry, this consumer law class. And I was hearing a bunch of different stuff about it, but it was stuff that was so, um, stuff that was so like out of the box stuff that went against everything that I've ever been taught. So I was open to hearing the information, but I didn't know if it was real or not. So this, it was this one-on-one class that I was, that I was doing. It was a three-hour class and it was a one-on-one, just me and the teacher. And the three hours was a thousand dollars. So I paid $500 up front. And then I had $500 to pay the day of the class right before I joined the class. And so, to one, not waste my money for the additional 500, And also just to be sure that I was heading in the right direction that God or the universe wanted me to head into, I said to myself, and this was on a Sunday and the class was on Monday and it was Sunday evening, right before I went to bed, I said, if it's, if it's meant for me, then somebody is going to write me a check or they're going to give me, I didn't say write a check. I said, someone is going to give me $500. Now, I wasn't in need of the $500. Nobody owed me $500. But I said, if, if this is meant for me, someone's going to give me $500. Now, let's just say this. No one randomly gives my ass $500, $100, $5. Nobody <laughs> just randomly gives me anything, right? So that would have been clear ass confirmation, But I knew I needed that confirmation because what I'm about to do or what I'm currently doing is so different from anything I've ever heard of. And I'm not going to speak on it yet because I'm still in the process of doing it. But it's so different that I needed clear confirmation. And someone giving me $500 is clear as confirmation. So mind you, the class is at noon. So I really only had from... That night until noon the next day for somebody to just give me five hundred dollars. So the next day I met up with the person who sold me my car. I went to go get permanent tags put on my car that I bought about a month ago, and um, I had had to take the car to the shop for like a sensor light or something being messed up or whatever. But I paid for it out of pocket. So the the person who sold me the car he actually was so nice nice enough to put the tags on my car. So he put the tags on my car and he went back inside the tags and title place, but he went back in there without saying bye. So I went back in, I was like, well, let me just go ahead and, um, and say bye and thank him for you know putting the tags on and stuff. So I walked in the tag place and he was actually finishing writing a check for $500 to reimburse me for having to take the car to the shop. I lied to y'all not. I got goosebumps. I was like blown the fuck away. I was like, first of all, this was at like 11 o'clock and my meeting was at 12 o'clock. My my training call with the guy was at 12 o'clock. So I literally, in my mind, had already given up. I was like, I just don't know if this is for me, but I'ma still try it anyway. But getting that fucking check for $500, 500, not 501, not 502, not 600, not 400, but for 500 fucking dollars, I was blown away. I was blown away, and I realized that I can ask the universe for clear confirmation of what's next. I can I can be specific with it, and I can trust in it. So be willing to trust the universe. Be willing to trust that God will give you that con- that clear confirmation that you need, and be willing to listen. So, yeah, that was that was big for me. Um, the fourth thing was. I realized who I was when I'm stressed out. I realized that I'm a different person when I'm stressed out, especially as it pertains to my health and my money. I'm a different person when I am stressed about my health and about my money. When my health is not right, it, like when I had COVID, not when I just have a cold or something rant, something small, but when my health is not in a good place i i and I have to actually depend on others to help me, <laughs> like because I'm so sick, i really and I have to also depend on another person to care for my child and to help me, and I can't do anything about it, and I can't do anything about how they care for my child because I can't physically care for my child. I realize I turn into a different person. And of course I left my child with, with my fiance. I left her with her dad, but how a mother cares for the child and how a father cares for the child is two different things. So me just being stressed out about that, turned me into another person. And, um, I ended up losing two, losing out on two, two deals while I had COVID. Um, and those deals equated to about $25,000. So while I had COVID for two weeks, <clears throat> one, I had to depend on someone to care for me. And even though that person is my fiance, I'm still, I, I still am not used to that. Um, and I had to, I had to be, I had to trust. I had to trust and, and depend on someone else, which is both outside of my character. And I also had to come up with a way to make this $25,000 that I was really depending on. I mean... We were kind of like in the final phases of a couple of these deals and it didn't work out. And one of them I was I was fired from just because I had COVID. And um, I realized that I was a complete bitch during that time. And I really was extremely low vibrational. So it taught me that <clears throat> in those moments where I feel like I need to control something or I feel like I have to make major changes or major actions have to be taken because some because something took a hit like my health and like my finances that I really have to in that moment trust in God that much more. I have to really notice when I'm going downhill in my emotions and in my anger and really take a look at myself and stop myself dead in my tracks because we're human. We'll make mistakes. Stop myself dead in my tracks and say, you know what? this isn't really who you are. And being able to talk to God about it and have God give you that peace because the situation might not change, but, but the way that you look at it and the way that you behave during the situation can change. And so that is something that I had to realize. I realized I am a different person when I'm stressed. Um, the fifth thing I learned which also ties into the fourth thing, but confronting my anger and learning how to channel it and learning how to just breathe and calm the fuck down. Like it's no secret that I, I've said it before on this podcast that I have anger problems, right? I get angry and I let my anger take over. And then I turn into like this massive bitch, right? And no matter what like is going on, I still am the only person who can control my anger and who can control the actions that I take because I'm angry. And so in 2021, I realized that I have to learn how to channel it. So when I'm extremely angry, I don't waste all that energy anymore. Like I don't waste my angry energy on just being angry. I take it. And I channel it into something productive. Like I allow myself to be angry because I'm human. We're going to get angry. You're not going to live a life with no anger. You're going to get angry. You're going to get upset. You're going to get sad. You're going to get whatever. But you can channel those really strong emotions and put them into something else. So that's what I learned to do. I learned to breathe, calm the fuck down, and then channel that negative energy into something productive. Because at the end of the day, it's still a lot of energy. And it's up to you to turn that energy into something else, into something positive, transmute that energy into power. Okay. So the number six thing is learning when to apologize and understanding that someone else's words and actions towards me does not. justify a negative reaction from me. Let me say that one more time. Learning when to apologize and understanding that someone's words and actions towards me does not justify a negative reaction from me. It does not matter what a person does to you. It doesn't matter what they say and it doesn't matter what they do. Your karma is from your actions and what you do after. Just because a person does something to you, it does not justify you doing something negative or wrong back to them. I know, and that's a hard fucking pill to swallow. Trust me, I'm still fucking choking on it. Trust me, I am still fucking choking on it. But the truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter what people do to you. It's your reaction to it that matters. Your character is, it it is about how you react. You think life doesn't come with problems. You think life doesn't come with, come with bad situations. It's not the bad situations that happen. It's how you respond to them. People are going to disrespect you. People are going to use you. People are going to treat you like shit at some point, but it's, that's their problem. They have to deal with the karma of their own actions and their own harsh words. And you have to deal with the karma of your actions and your words towards them. And I am still swallowing that very hard pill, actually. But I learned that lesson last year. I used to be a person that was like, I could do whatever, I could say whatever, da 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 da. It's just like people in relationships they get cheated on, so they cheat back. No, that doesn't make your cheating right. Or it doesn't justify you cheating. Just because that person wasn't loyal to you doesn't mean you've repaid them with disloyalty. It just makes both of y'all disloyal. So if someone fucks you over and then you in turn fuck them over, now you both are just fucked up. <laughs> it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make you less of a fucked up person is what I'm saying. So I'm realizing that um, as I get older. I'm still working on it because honestly, when someone disrespects me, I uh, clearly we're talking about my anger and confronting my anger. I clearly will bark back. Nobody's really going to bark at me and I ain't going to bark back, but I'm learning that it's unnecessary and I can be angry inside. But as long as I transmute that anger into power and into action towards a good goal, a specific goal, then I'm good. I can still use that anger, but I don't have to put it back on them. And I'm learning that. Um, Number seven, realizing that certain friendships that I have welcomed into my life were only welcomed in by my ego and my attachment to past traumatic experiences. That was a big one for me. Learning that... Some of the friendships in my life were welcomed by my ego and welcomed by certain traumatic experiences that I unconsciously was needing or I thought I needed to relive. Those experiences welcomed in friendships that were horrendous and that were definitely holding me back from purpose. And I'll give you an example. This one is really triggering for me to understand that the relationships that I formed and the people that I let into my life were really just me reliving patterns of trauma. So for example, um, and me me allowing my ego to make decisions instead of my higher self. Like I had a young lady um, who I met her, let's just say I met her in January and she wanted to be besties by February, you know? And because she was so flattering and because she, she um, gave me so many compliments and she made me feel like I was on top of the world, I welcomed that that person into my life but that's something that my ego needed right and no one normal rushes into a relationship especially like a bestie relationship in a couple of days or a couple of weeks you know what I mean no one does that that shit's not fucking normal so looking back on it I realized that That was just my ego. Everybody wants to be like this cool person who everybody loves. And if people realize that that is something that human beings want or crave, they just become that. And then they put themselves into your life for whatever reason they have. And it takes time to realize that, wow, this person is toxic as a motherfucker. And they should have never been allowed into my life to this degree. And I had to realize that I had to set boundaries. Um another friendship, I realized that I so I cut off someone in my family that I was extremely close to. Um after my mom passed when I was little, I really only had one person in my life that was familiar to me. I moved with my aunt after my mom passed, but I didn't really know my aunt like that. I didn't know her. She was a stranger to me pretty much. Um And I really had one person in my life that was my familiar. I only had that one person. So I ended up stopped talking to her because she was extremely fucking toxic. My God. But I just replaced her with a friend who I always said from the beginning was exactly like her. And I realized I grew so close to this person because all it was was a replacement. That's how I could live without the family member because all I did was replace him with a friend that acted just like him. And it wasn't until the, the within this last month that I realized, God damn, this is why the fuck I cut off the family member. You're exactly like her and you're toxic as fuck. And so, unfortunately, I had to set boundaries in that relationship as well. And... That hurts. It hurts when you for one, it hurts when you realize damn, you're kind of like mentally fucked up, me talking about myself, because you're really allowing these people into your life to heal some wound. Like a bitch need therapy. (laughs) Like this is how I was feeling like, God damn, I need therapy. So yeah, I realized that I was allowing certain friendships into my life and I was welcoming that shit in. My ego, and from literally just replacing people who have caused me trauma, because it felt because it felt familiar and it felt comfortable, and I think a lot of us do that. I think a lot of us invite people into our space that remind us of someone else that was in our space that may have left our space or we cut off, and what those people. What their role is, is to teach you the lesson that you had to learn because you'll keep on inviting that same person. Your energy will keep inviting that same person into your space until you're able to step outside yourself and look at the situation for what it is and actually say to yourself, wow, why do I feel like I need this relationship? And I, and in that sense with the with the last person I was talking to, I realized I needed that relate. I thought that I needed that relationship because my life was changing in such a way that I felt like I needed something familiar. And cutting off that family member who I was so close to, I felt like I was losing my last little bit of familiar that I had. And it it made me feel unsafe, if you will. Unsettled, and so I had to invite that new friendship into my life because I was going to feel unsettled and like I like like you have no home, like like you just don't have any. I don't know how to explain it, but like you're not. I don't know, like you don't belong, like you don't have a a foundation, like you're not safe, like you're not settled. And I hope that makes sense to to some people out there, but we have to be willing to recognize. When we let certain people into our lives that sometimes we're just letting them in because we're reliving cycles and we're we're really slowing down our progress in life. And we're really not in alignment, you know, fully with our purpose when we keep reliving cycles that we're meant to grow from. Um, Let's see. Number eight. How when you focus on the bad, more bad shit happens. And when you focus on the good, more good happens. When you focus on gratitude and you focus on what you already have and you express gratitude for it, it can change everything for you. An attitude of gratitude can change everything for you. If you're having a bad time in a relationship with your significant other, being grateful for Whatever you can be grateful for in that moment as it pertains to them can transform your relationship, no matter how bad you think it is. Gratitude activities around any area of your life can transform that area of your life. But if you focus on the negative of a person or a situation, that negativity will only multiply over and over and over again then you look up and the situation is 10 times worse than it's ever been because all you were doing was focusing on the negative negative. and whatever you focus your energy on will grow it will expand so if you focus your energy in a negative direction more negativity has to come whatever you focus on is you allowing that in more of that in So if you're focused on the negative aspects of a relationship, you're basically asking the universe for more negative things to come in. If you're focusing on the lack of money that you have, you're telling the universe, I want even less money than I have. But if you're focused on the positive things of a person, and I know that can be hard sometimes when you're going through something with someone But if you focus on the little bit of positive things your mind can grasp in the moment of anger, then that relationship will slowly but surely get better. If you focus on the things that you have, like a roof over your head and food to eat and a car to drive or just the basic necessities that money that that your money does provide or that the universe provides to you then you are opening yourself up for more abundance, more prosperity. But you have to be willing to be grateful for what you do have. And you have to be willing to focus on what you want instead of focusing on what you don't want. So whenever you're going through something, you have to be willing to focus on what it is that you want. Even if what you want is not here yet, if you can align with those thoughts of already having it, then you will get it. If you focus on what you want, you will get what you want. But if you focus on what you don't want, you'll get more of that. So that's definitely a lesson I had to learn in 2021. Lesson number nine, people will project their shit onto you. Let me say that again. People will project their shit onto you. People will say things to you that don't have shit to do with you. People will say things to you that you, and you internalize those things because you think that they're talking about you. Most of the most hurtful shit that people say, unless it's based around the situation at hand or unless it's based around a result and I'll give an example, unless it's based around a result and how that result can, can now take place from what they're saying to you, they're probably just projecting. If what they're saying has no, there's no evidence for anything that they're saying as it pertains to you, they're probably projecting. I had a person, these fucking people I keep letting into my life, I had a person tell me that I felt like people gave up on me because I always give up on myself and I always give up on my dreams. And I'm sitting up there listening to her thinking, me, Amanda Lee, gives up on her dreams? The person who quit her job started two, sorry, three of her own businesses and went all in with growing and evolving that's who gave up on herself the person who's always growing the person who's who's who questions every experience that they go through the this person this is the person that you're saying um gives up on themselves I realized that she gave up on herself she gave up on herself and she gave up on her dreams and that's what happened um another person said to me My daughter just walked in. So if you hear some extra noises, it's because Bella is literally sitting in my lap. But she said to me, um, she said, um, what did she say? She said, um, you always look at other people, but you never look at yourself. And I was just sitting there like, I don't ever look at myself like me. (laughs) I had to go back to it and say me. Amanda Lee doesn't look at herself. I always look at myself. But I do feel like people live in delusional states where they cannot see themselves. And so that's when I ask other people for their opinion and ask other people how I could possibly grow and evolve in that situation that I'm going through. Um, And that is something very brave to do, to ask people for their opinion about you is very brave. Um, And I do that all the time. So I can't possibly be a person who doesn't look at myself. But people will project their shit onto you. So keep that in mind. Don't take everything personally because a lot of people out here are just saying to you or they, they can only see in you what they see in themselves. It's just easier to create an illusion that somebody else is that. But it's really them. So when I say if it doesn't have anything to do with the situation at hand and they're going like deep with what they're saying, but it doesn't actually match your reality, then they're projecting. They're projecting. So anyway, number 10, which is one of the most important lessons of 2021 is to choose you. Choose you every time. If choosing something like a job or a situation or a person, if choosing something or someone goes against you, then it's not for you. If you have to be disloyal to yourself in order to be loyal to another person, then that's not you choosing you. If you have to, be, if you have to go into something unhappy, Or you have to stay in something unhappy. Whether it be a relationship or whether it be a job or whatever it is. If you have to be unhappy to be a part of it, then that's not choosing you. And you're going against yourself. And every time you go against yourself, you lower your vibration. And your purpose is not in alignment with the low vibrational version of you. Your purpose is not in alignment with the low vibrational version of you. So you have to know that every time you go against yourself, you're going against your purpose. You're going against why you're here. So choose you. Evaluate situations where you look at, am I lowering myself? Am I being disloyal to myself by being loyal to this thing or this person? And you have to realize that you're not choosing you. You also have to forgive yourself because a lot of people stay in situations because they haven't forgiven themselves. So they're unable to choose themselves or choose their self. However you say that. (laughs) They're unable to do that because they have not forgiven themselves. So forgive yourself and choose yourself. So those are the most important lessons I have learned in 2021. And I hope that y'all take something from it. And if you haven't experienced these things, I hope you can listen to what I'm saying and identify some of these things in your own life and grow from my hard lessons that I had to learn. And you don't have to go through it the same way I went through it. You don't have to suffer (laughs) and experience trauma in order to recognize these lessons. You can just listen to me talk about it and you don't have to go through this. So that's all that I have for you all today. I am dedicated to two podcasts a week, every week for 52 weeks of this goddamn year. So I will talk to you all very soon. Also, you already know to check out MindsetMakeoverClub.com for all of your manifestation tools. And of course, you can go to MindsetMakeoverClub.com to schedule um, a manifestation coaching session as well. My prices are still low as of right now, but the prices will be going up sometime in January. So please keep that in mind. So take advantage of the prices that are here today because today's prices are not tomorrow's prices. And that's all I have for you. So thank you all for tuning in and I will talk to you all soon. Bye.